In the know for Thursday, February 11, the 42nd day of 2021. There are 323 days left in the year. Good morning, MB, guiding you through In the Know at K105. On Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose, live online at K105.com, via the Apple and Android smartphone app, using the SoundCloud or iTunes podcast. On Facebook, watch on YouTube Live on Periscope, and the hashtag is In the Know. Coming up today, we'll update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. Legislature's still busy in Frankfurt. We'll tell you about that. Also, did we dodge a bullet? Did we not dodge a bullet? Uh, there could be more uh, winter weather in our forecast. We'll tell you about that. Plus, we'll just check in with some of our friends around the region. Let us know how it's going. We got that and a whole lot more coming up today here on In the No. Settling in to my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire, is my beautiful wife, the beautiful girl, it's me. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? I'm good. You know, in the southeast United States, they have what they call the Waffle House Index. If the Waffle House is open, then you can decide kind of what the weather is like or how bad the storm was. There should be the beach index around here. If you don't drive yourself to work, you'll know that things were particularly bad because <laughs> you had to hitch a ride to the to the building. Would that be a way of uh, figuring yeah, that out? I, like yeah, I that. think that would be pretty good. Uh, she's the pride of Pumpkin Center, the heiress to the great mini burger fortune. She's Vera Wang's arch nemesis and the professional bargain hunter's woman of the year. She's Misty Embry Thomas. Hey. hey, that was Misty. I'm hanging in there. Yeah, yeah. You, uh, yeah. you have to put uh, blades on your new roller skates this morning. Swap them out for ice skates and I get to the office. I did you and say birthday coming up. Ice skates being requested at this point. Yeah, you have. Uh, okay, um, like but, buckles is a sheet of ice. Uh, out there. But can you ice skate though? No. No. Okay, I didn't think you could ice skate. I so couldn't I roller just... skate either, but it didn't stop <laughs> you buying me the skates, my well, friend. No, you, you could you could roller skate. I, oh, I know yeah. that. Uh, I know that. Pretty you quick. Can. Hey, let's say good morning, to Chris Jesse. There he is. He is from the Kentucky Transportation Cabinet uh, District. Four, and he has been uh, hard at work for, uh, well, I don't know if he's been hard at work, but the transportation cabinet people <laughs> have been hard at work. Good morning. Welcome. Hey, gang. How are you all? Uh, we're doing very well. I'm glad you could uh, join us. It's good to see you. You're like on the screen where I can see and have a mm-hmm. conversation with you. 
Yeah, it's uh, you know, it's it's kind of the new or the uh, it's not the new thing anymore, but it's uh, become certainly the thing uh, over the last year, at least from my office. Uh, man, you played that intro tune. My wife actually had to go to Chicago yesterday, or just outside of Chicago. So I was like, man, <laughs> wait a minute, there's snow up there too. And, and uh, yeah. I guess I'll just settle for going home and watch the Blues Brothers. Might as well. It's there's uh, it's it's on our DVR, so I'd say one of those staples that you should have on there. Hey, what? What uh, what can you tell us about road conditions in uh, District 4 today, especially, you know, parkways and federal highways? How's it looking? Well, you know, I heard you mention earlier, did we dodge a bullet? Did we not dodge a bullet? You know, I think maybe kind of, and we settled into this too, you know, when, we, when you heard the words ice storm, did your mind not go back to 29, maybe even 94, depending upon where you are, where you're from, all of that? Yep. I mean, your mind goes back to that. Kind of, you know, we, we were, you know, keeping our fingers crossed. We didn't have that uh, type of scenario again, and we didn't uh, to this point. Um, but I think, you know, looking at the forecast, we probably got about what we expected uh, from the Parkway corridor over near you guys on the western half of our area over toward Bardstown. That Parkway corridor is definitely where we saw the most problems with, uh, or over, overnight anyway, so far with trees. And we did have some power lines down across the Bluegrass Parkway just within the last few hours. So. Those have been removed, traffic moving again on the parkways. But, you know, it's an icy slush. Uh, There are some slick spots here and there. No out of the ordinary major traffic stoppages that I can, that I've been reported to me anyway, uh, to pass along. But, you know, it's it's ice on the roads. And and once you get south of uh, Elizabethtown, pretty much southern half of Hardin County, southern half of Grayson County into Hart to areas to the south, you know, the roads are drying and they're, not to say there aren't quick spots, but they're certainly uh, in deep shape. Yeah, the roads you all take care of are getting in, uh, you know, are, are going to increasingly become uh, better. The uh, the secondary roads, you know, county roads or maybe some city streets are going to be hard to crack for a while. Uh, I was out sure. last night in the 7 o'clock hour in Grayson County, and I observed that had the temperature been a couple of degrees colder for that period of, say, 6 p.m. to 10 yeah. p.m., it would have been far worse. And the way that our temperatures are going to drop, it would have been closer to something like 2009 because those hours yeah. where we yeah. got rain last night were crucial. Yes, and, and you know, and, and something else this morning was there was about an hour there where we looked at speeds across the district, and, we you know, we get the Google Waze data. And we're looking at those, and from about, uh, well, central time, from probably, say, 6 to 7, uh, speeds went significantly dropped. Uh, we'll put it like that. So you could tell the roads were tightening up. And people did leave their house this morning. They were kind of like, what's the big fuss? You know, the roads were wet. And then, uh, you know, some people got in trouble because, uh, you know, they didn't realize that, uh, you know, when we get in this scenario where you're talking about a degree or two, just like that, man, those roads can go from, something you can drive on to something you can't stay on at all. So, yeah. uh, you know, but, but we started to warm up a little bit, and hopefully through the day we're in, we're in good shape. On uh, Before you go, on District 1, I noticed there was a release down in extreme western Kentucky that they have those new double-lane snowplows. Do you, you know these? They may be the envy of yes. all the transportation cabinet. Those look so cool. Do we have those in District 4? We have one of those in District 4. It has a designated route that it uses, and it's uh, it's, it's harbored in Elizabethtown, but it's primarily used on the parkways, yeah. um, including the WK, the Bluegrass, and the Lincoln Parkway. The, oh, yeah. Those two-lane facilities is what it, you know, it, it works real well on the two-lane facilities. 
a little hard to get on I-65 at the ramps and everything, but uh, again, it works real well for the parkways. Uh, that is marvelous to me. I mean, the the way yeah. it looks, it's impressive. You can you can move a lot of snow with those. Have you seen it deploy and 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 be pulled back? I mean, no. it's like a F-14 no. Tomcat with the sweep wing. If you know the fighter jet, it's like. Yeah. Boom, man, that thing slides out <laughs> and comes right back. It's really cool. <laughs> awesome. Hey, we're looking at uh, one of your cameras on the WK Parkway, some icicles over the front of it over the last few uh, minutes. But it looks like the, the slow lane in each direction uh, looking pretty good. So we'll continue to monitor that. And uh, anything else you need to uh, inform us on before you go? You know, just, uh, again, I say this, I think, on every you know interview I do, uh, you know, we all know the things to do. Sometimes we take them for granted, you know, about leaving distance between you and the vehicle around you and, and slowing down. But just because it's cliche doesn't mean it's not true. Just because we say it a million times doesn't mean we should ignore it. Do those things. We're all going to be in better shape if you do. Hey, Chris, thank you so much. We'll talk to you again soon as uh, conditions warrant. That's Chris Jesse, the uh, spokesperson for the Kentucky Transportation Cabinet District 4, obviously out and about and taking care of uh, the road conditions and uh, traveled some of those this morning and definitely uh, in good shape and will be improving. We also want to say uh, good morning to the uh, public affairs uh, spokesperson for Warren RECC and and uh, Kim Phelps joins us this morning. Good morning, Kim. Welcome. Good morning. Thank you. Hey, we First, we want to say bravo. Our electricity is <laughs> yes. on. And so we'll give you credit to pass along Yay. to everyone else. Good. Um, I have a sneak peek at your numbers, but I, I don't want to deprive you of the privilege. What's the status for the cooperative this morning and power outages? Bring us up to date. Well, I sent out a, a, a release about 8 o'clock, and it was right around uh, 600, 700. We are down to about 250 right now, uh, members out. So that is excellent news, and it doesn't look like we're adding new ones. So that is excellent news. I, I'm happy that we have so far dodged the bullet, as you all were saying earlier. Yeah, I mean, we were braced for the worst, obviously. We have some, you know, some rel- relatively recent history on how bad this can be. Uh, the hours last night, you heard me talking with Chris, the hours that we got rain, every hour we got rain last night, and it really didn't start to do that until closer to 6 when they thought precipitation was going to be at 1. The further we could push that back, it really uh, helped improve our situation. Uh, so I guess that really made it a lot um, you know, easier that we weren't gathering that weight in the, on those lines like um, we might remember from, from history. But, Kim, I also want to ask you, I mean, you're here and we want to update people, but as the hours go by, the numbers drop on the people who might be without electricity. But I want to ask you, when we see the tree trimming crews out in the warm months, how important is that work to giving us protection during conditions like this in the winter? It's vitally important. The, what they are doing is trimming and getting the debris away from or, or limbs, stray limbs, all that kind of stuff, away from the lines so that when something like this happens and the ice comes down, those limbs are hanging and they're heavy that's what knocks down power lines. And so when they're out in the summer and they're trimming that, it's very, very important. That helps us be able to keep the power on uh, during the storms. So very important. 
Very good. I guess um, you know a lot of your line linemen, line women, lines people, a lot of your emergency crews. I guess they were maybe just standing around drinking coffee today because they didn't have to get dispatched. I guess it's one of those things like the Maytag man. They're probably happy they didn't have to go out. Right. We, they're always ready for an outage. You know, they they all enjoy their jobs. But um, I think everybody's happy to be inside and warm, at least for a little while. Fingers crossed yeah. that this afternoon doesn't make it worse. Thanks for updating us and continuing to keep us updated. We'll follow along in the uh, outage viewer in your app and on your website. Always a pleasure to speak with you. And I know we'll be speaking with you again soon. Absolutely. Always a pleasure. Thank thanks, you. Thanks so much. That's Kim Phelps from Warren RECC. And uh, we are, uh, I, we were obviously prepared for much um, worse conditions than mm-hmm. what we have received. We do have one, you know, we have one transmission that's being uh, impacted this morning of 104.9, but we have so many other ways that we're able to uh, reach people now. But um, I feel, I feel a little bit of a weight lifted just because I was kind of expecting something worse, but fortunately that it uh, didn't turn out to be that bad. Right. Yeah. Uh, I also think I said earlier that the, um, you could, you could do a weather index based uh-huh. upon whether or not Beach has to drive herself to work or not. <laughs> you could also do the, you could do the index on if I bust out the hoodie. Yeah. <laughs> if I bust out a hoodie, you'll know yeah. that it's, uh, Listen, if I've got the red kicks on, ooh, you went with the, the red, red kicks. kicks. Can't even see my camera. Where's well, my camera? Sorry. Yeah. And I, I have my boots on. I don't yeah. think you're, yeah. I don't, I had boots on yesterday, but it yeah. was more like a trial mm-hmm. run. Yeah. Like I need to get used to the boots. You break them in. Cause when you put mm-hmm. them, I mean, they're kind of restrictive. So yeah. you got to be careful. Yeah. Uh, careful about that. So what's next from here, weather-wise? Uh, slick and hazardous, untreated roads will continue throughout the day today. So if your road hasn't been treated, just just be prepared that you're, it's going to be icy because there's mm-hmm. not going to be any way for it to thaw. Some of the roads that are getting traveled, there will be thawing not only through treatment, but through friction and, uh, and lane travel that will help. But uh, we'll see 30 as the high today, a wintry mixed chance, 20%, a low of 19 tonight. I don't think we're going to see that in our neck of the woods. And then 32 will be the high for tomorrow. But next week looks busy with the potential for two winter storms in the area. And it looks like the higher probability of the one that is going to arrive Monday into Tuesday is going to be the most impactful. So I go back to... We, we use 2009 as the example. It started raining about 2 o'clock in the afternoon, and it rained until about, or and then it precipitated in about, until about 2 a.m. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then, the, then it, the temperature went in the locker and stayed there for a couple of weeks. And that's really where the damage was and because the ice wouldn't go away, so there was just this coating on on everything and so the um because it got delayed and because um it rained it was just wet for so much longer it made it so much better but our weather pattern as far as our temperature goes is going to be pretty similar to 2009 in that we're going to stay cold for the next few days and into next week so what we have is kind of what we're going to have at least what it's going to look like although i think um it's just not going to be very fun for a few days, yeah. and we don't want more 
on top of it. Uh, COVID numbers, 1,914 new coronavirus cases recorded by, uh, reported by Governor Bashir yesterday, bringing us to 383,032. 49 new COVID deaths. Number of deaths remaining higher than I would, uh, than we might have expected. You know, that, the COVID deaths yeah. number jumped up a few months ago and has just sort of stayed there as a daily total. It's in the 30s and the 40s, and then we had that one day when I think it was 59. But with the way that tests are coming, like positivity is coming back down, I wonder how long it's going to be before we're going to see the death rate come back down into the teens, which is something... You know, closer to what you would expect. The rolling seven-day positivity rate, though, dropped to seven point five zero percent, which is the lowest in four months. Seven point. We you know we were up at thirteen, fourteen yeah, in that range for a yeah. while, and now to get back to seven point five is is good. Icy weather conditions, though, impacting some of the state-run vaccine centers. The ones in Lexington, Covington, and Bowling Green are closed today because of uh, bad weather. I don't know, uh, Misty, I've heard on your cancellations most of the morning. If you have an appointment for anything today, doesn't matter what the appointment is, call ahead. Call ahead. There are some businesses closed today that wouldn't normally be closed in conditions like we have at the moment you know we don't have mass power outages and we don't you know so but there's still some things that are closed i go huh interesting Mm -hmm. even some retail things that uh, retail things doctor's offices just workplaces so you just need to call ahead call ahead before you venture before you venture out that's right a the butler county sheriff's office is investigating after a market on caneyville road that's highway 79 was robbed at gunpoint yesterday afternoon the Grayson County Sheriff's Office was notified of the armed robbery at Van Buren's Market on uh, Caneyville Road at 4 o'clock. Two white males robbed the store, left the area traveling toward Caneyville. The Grayson County Sheriff's Office and some other law enforcement officers uh, went to the area, and uh, the vehicle with two men fled in what was described as a navy blue SUV. The vehicle was seen driving north on Caneyville Road a few miles south of the county line. And uh, the vehicle was not was able to evade and uh, get away. There's an update to the story. Last night, the Butler County Sheriff's Office says one of the suspects uh, stands about six feet to six feet one and has dark hair. The second suspect was wearing white skinny jeans and a dark hoodie. That's a good look. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, I'm wearing a dark hoodie, but I promise I ain't wearing skinny jeans. <laughs> you sure? Stand up and show us. I said, Prove I, yourself. I said, ain't. I'm not supposed to do that. I was doing that for comedy effect. I got to remember there are little ears around me uh-huh. that hear me. Uh-huh. We don't say ain't. It's mm-hmm. not. It's not. <laughs> Sorry. Now I'm distracted. <laughs> Be on the lookout. What to tell you about? Oh, the Kentucky House of Representatives has passed a bill to raise the felony theft threshold. Mm-hmm. We told you last week it was in committee and it was likely to move forward. The legislation would increase the minimum threshold for felony theft to $1,000 from the current $500. Property thefts under $1,000 would be considered a misdemeanor, which carries a lesser penalty. The bill won House passage by a comfortable margin and heads to the Senate next. Uh, Ed Massey is the uh, lead sponsor of the bill said it won't lessen a commitment to accountability, and uh, he deflected some criticism that it could unintentionally lead to more thefts in the push for criminal justice reform. That's hogwash. There's no one 
who studies the value of something they're going to steal and says, well, it's $501. That would be a, th- that would be a felony. Mm-hmm. $499, i will steal it all day long. Mm-hmm. It's a heart condition on the theft, mm-hmm. and it's an intention. And you either are or you are not. And there are people, though, that take things, that will walk off with things, a laptop computer, an iPad, a something that we look at and go, well, it's not exactly grand theft auto that we're talking about here, or it's not robbing a bank, or it's not whatever. Uh, it's been $500. I don't know how long. But for all intent and purposes, forever, it's Mm -hmm. been $500. And that's just not a modern standard. Um, So I don't think it encourages theft. But hopefully what it does, for people that do make that mistake, it doesn't scar their record for the rest of their lives. You know, my first knee-jerk reaction is who would this really um, affect? And I'm going to go with that underage group that's probably picking up a cell phone that doesn't belong to them or an iPad or something. And then you're hoping when they get, they, they mature and the rest of their brain matures at 25, um, there's a change of heart and the heart condition is better and they understand their immature ways. Mm-hmm. That's the only place I see in this that we go, mm, kind of makes a little bit of sense there. Yeah. There are just so many, there the, the, the choices that people make at young ages and, and, and thank goodness at age 50, almost age 50, that I'm not being held, I'm not being punished for maybe some of the dumb things that I might have done. Right. Now, I didn't steal, and I, I'm like, to be clear, but I don't, I don't want to be treated as an adult and a grown man as a teenager, for, or be, I don't want you to judge me based upon something I might have done right. when I was 18. Right. But what they have access to still is different than what we had access to still when we right. were making dumb choices. Now, I'm not saying that's why that's this true. bill passed. I'm just saying that's my first thought process with this change. The is. bill to preserve historical racing stays on the fast track, so that continued to move forward yesterday. Kentucky reported higher tax collections in January, reported a broad increase in tax receipts last month that surpassed the amount collected a year ago, even before the coronavirus pandemic hit. State general fund receipts in January grew 6.6% compared to the same period in 2020. Isn't that a little hard to imagine? Yeah. I mean, we hear, oh, things are bad, and it's, yeah. uh, but uh, yeah, tax receipts still continue to jump up. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got plenty more on the way. The Week in Funny Tweets coming up here on In the Know. Today is Inventor's Day. I love Inventor's Day. Yes. Have you invented something? I have. Okay. Pay at the pump. Oh, that's right. I forgot. Uh, Mm -hmm. Not enjoying the spoils of the invention (laughs) on that, but I was more like the the Tesla. Uh Um, You know, like Marconi got all the credit and Tesla really probably invented radio. Uh, I invented pay at the pump, but somebody else is getting all the credit. Yeah. I feel like you've all been inventing things or at least having the ideas for quite some time. We have, and that zombie insurance thing is going to pay off soon. <laughs> We're getting closer to it. Uh, I've really matured as, a, Royals, as a man as well. I used to spend Saturday mornings watching Looney Tunes cartoons. Uh-huh. And now on Saturday mornings, I watch Innovation Nation with Mo Rocca where I stay up to date on all the latest new inventions. Mm-hmm. And I feel richer as a human for it. Yeah. I love it. I record it. 
and if I if I can't see it for whatever reason, I go back and and watch it, and I'm such a nerd. Anything it's on true. the horizon that oh, you're excited about? Oh, it's unbelievable! I mean, so, uh, these uh, one of the things I've seen recently, which is marvelous, it, contractors have these pads. That when they come to your house, instead of slipping those booties on, uh-huh. there are these. Think of them like the the crank. If you wear snowshoes, they have those those things that latch onto your boots when you lock into them, kind of like snow skis. It's a mechanism yeah. that locks you in. Okay. Well, these are these. Uh, imagine they would be like um, lily pads, the size of lily pads. And when you step on them, the edges all the way around of the lily pads come up over the toes of your shoes and lock so that you've just stepped into a pair of clean shoes that you can walk around so you don't have to take your work boots off. Then when you're finished, you just like click your heels together and they relax. (gasps) You step out of them, you put them back in your vehicle and go away. I thought it was awesome. That's fabulous. I wanted to know how you get out of the, like, you know, the Chinese handcuff. Yes. Like you can get in the the things on your shoes, but how do you get out of them? Yep. Nobody knows. Um, Little new motion sensor alarms that have RFID chips in them that you Mm -hmm. can stick them to anything Mm -hmm. like your laptop. And if it moves... Mm-hmm. For any reason whatsoever. Like you could just stick it to a door, and if it moves, it sends an alarm. Is this like also for paranormal activity? Probably. Since ghost? That, that's the next generation. That's the, that's, they'll do that after a firmware update. I thought my popple was cool. Your that's what? Neat. My popple. I don't have it on my phone, but it puts all your information on there, and I just hold it over your phone. It's like, it's like a new business card. So oh. all of a sudden it pops up. Like it airdrops all of oh, my so links. So that's how to you give phone. all the boys your number at the club now. That in a milkshake. <laughs> um, in the yard. <laughs> speaking of, it's don't cry over spilt milk day. No, oh, over the spilt, the the uh, Listen, melted milkshake. <laughs> yeah, my husband's the one crying over that. Whole milk around me, I'm going to cry. Yeah, my husband will too. <laughs> and it's Fat Thursday. Well, when I do, well, well, we're weighing in well for Fat Thursday. I'm just saying. I've been prepping After for Super a long Hope. time for it. If there was ever an excuse to load up on sweet treats and take indulgent eating to the next level, Fat Thursday is just the ticket. A celebration of all things dough related. This Polish tradition offers a guilt edged, guilt free opportunity to gorge on donuts or ponczki. I don't know what ponczki is. Apparently, it's a Polish. A Polish delicacy. Listen, so. I'm still eating your lemon dessert from my fridge. Good. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. pretty sure I've had, like, what, 70% of it? Couldn't say. Not seen it. Uh, you <laughs> there went, you go. You, you Is it, it under your bed? Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's in my nice I promise it's in the fridge. It's behind one of the shrubs in the landscaping, so it'll stay <laughs> cold, but no one else so knows good. it's there. <laughs> Uh, the week, happy Fat Thursday to everyone. Yeah, yeah. The Weekend Funny tweets, uh, that mom, though, said, who needs nightmares when you can wake up to the whites of your child's eyes who is silently standing next to your pillow at 2 a.m.? Mm-hmm. That was my oldest daughter. Never said a word. You just felt her presence. You just, like, like open your eyes, mm-hmm. and there they stand mm-hmm. staring at you. Mm-hmm. And your immediate question is, how long have you been standing there? <laughs> no, I'm like, what are you doing? It, literally, this happened one night. She was about 11. She goes, when's the world going to end? Mm. <laughs> I'm like, it's 2 a.m. <laughs> Probably right now if you don't go back to it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll, <laughs> I'll explain it to you when the sun comes up. Yeah, Until then, go it. back to bed. Uh, Lay down, kid. Mayor oh. the reporter said, my daughter is asking the tooth fairy for $100 because I really liked that tooth. 
Oh. Well, maybe she's going to go on to be a really shrewd negotiator Good in whatever her, profession right? she finds. Jesse says, I yelled, go to bed so loud, but I put the neighbor's kids to bed. <laughs> it's happened at my house. Yep. <laughs> my nephew still doesn't come over because that one night. I guess I you can screaming. yell at all the kids in your neighborhood, like yell at your kids dinner time and all the kids go home and then yeah. they go in and like, what are you doing in the house? I heard it was dinner time. Not at this house. It's not. Not at this house. Uh, and a few um, about the names that kids give things. We may have covered some of these, but I think they're worthy of revisiting. Uh, Lurkin Mom says, my daughter calls corn on the cob holders corn chargers. Oh, yeah. That's and I good. think we should just let two-year-olds name everything from now on. Absolutely. Yeah, I have those two prongs in there that go mm-hmm. in. It looks like they would be charging the corn. Makes sense to me. Elita said, my son calls Toys R Us, Toys or Else. <laughs> Let's go to Toys or Else. I, I like it, Damien. <laughs> or else I will <laughs> no, be bad for, <laughs> Little Malachi. For, all, for all time. <laughs> the dad says, my son calls pudding chocolate jello, and I'm not sure if he's an idiot or a genius. <laughs> I'm going genius. We're going to wait it out. Let you know how this turns out. <laughs> to be determined. <laughs> and uh, Valerie says, my son calls dessert his bonus round. Yeah. And I think we should all follow his lead. Yeah, that's yeah. good. You know, you should start with a bonus round just to get you hyped. You think they watch the game show network a lot in yeah. their house? Yeah. And now time to move on to the bonus round. <laughs> Misty, your bonus round today could be Lay's wavy potato chips covered in milk chocolate. I'd try. I would eat it. I would eat that. I um this one is this one is narrow enough that I might give it a try mm-hmm. because it's going to have the salty sweet. Yes. If it's going to be milk chocolate, mm-hmm. okay. The Lay's has enough of a crunch and the salt mm-hmm. that it could be kind of like chocolate-covered pretzel as far as the palate goes with the salty and the sweet. You know how I make that Christmas cracker thing? Yeah. Okay, so there's the – I didn't think I'd like that, and I love that. So I, mean, I, would, I would try, I would try this. But yeah. The Lay's waves are thick enough that they're not going to get soggy and lost in the chocolate. It's going to hold its – Yeah, the regular Lay's probably would be not – would not – but they can't hold up to the the – the chocolate. But the wavy lays probably probably could. I'd be okay with this. Yeah, I would try it. Uh, excited to learn that McDonald's is bringing back high sea orange after nearly four years off the menu. Yes. High sea orange back to McDonald's. Yeah. I had McNuggets for lunch yesterday, by the way. Did you? Mm-hmm. With Just all the McNuggets. Supervo food at your house. I didn't I didn't have to go home. I uh, thought I was gonna go home and then I you didn't should bring it here. So I was the leftovers, that is. Uh, do, so what dipping sauce do you like with the McNuggets? I choose barbecue, but yesterday I didn't do any. And I didn't have any fries. No, the buffalo is so good. The buffalo is Their good? Their buffalo sauce. Well, McNuggets I had buffalo so wings for dinner last night still. Oh, okay. Well, so, because they were good enough that... Well, and I've been doing a really good job on the leftovers. Finishing the fresh. <laughs> Don't encourage anyone else to eat the leftovers. I got home last night and she up. was eating the Columbia salad. And I said, is that salad still good? She said, must be. It's my second bowl. Free <laughs> story. I'm like, well, fine. Okay. Okay. If it doesn't hurt you, then. If you don't die, I'll try it later. <laughs> fine with me. As I was walking away, though, she did say, the tomatoes are a little soggy. <laughs> like, yeah, around, but I can deal with that. I guess they Work probably around. guess they probably are. And this is a neat story for Valentine's Day week. Almost fifty years later, 
A couple's lost wedding band is returned in time for Valentine's Day. When Karen lost her wedding ring in 1973 after a visit to her grandparents' house in Chicago, she never expected to see the gold band again. She was loading her three children into the car when the ring slipped off her finger. She said it was very snowy, very cold, and I was helping them get into the car. It flew off my hand and landed in the snow. Digging around the snow, failed to turn up the ring. I came back a few weeks later. The snow had melted. Looked again. No luck. Tried a couple of other times, too. No luck. Now, 48 years later, the ring is being returned to the San Antonio resident and her husband of almost 55 years, just in time for Valentine's Day, thanks to a social media post and the sleuthing of employees from a Chicago historical society. The... uh uh, trying to figure out exactly how they found it. Yeah, where was the um, ring? Okay, so I'm hoping that the Ninja Turtles found it in the sewage drain. Sarah Botka resides in the Chicago house formerly occupied by this lady's grandparents. Okay. Six or seven years ago, she found a wedding ring while gardening. Inside the ring were the initials R.A. to K.B. and a date of four sixteen sixty six but she had never been able to identify its owner. But then uh, she thought she might have found the owner two weeks ago after seeing a post on a community Facebook page from a man seeking a lost wedding ring. It wasn't his ring, but another from a Facebook group. But they kept going and making connection after connection, and they finally located the rightful owner after almost 50 years. It's just really neat That is story. so awesome. Would it be it's, to get your ring back? Absolutely. Yeah. I okay. still talk about... You know, I think I've shared this on the show before, but my granddad, mm-hmm. with his metal detector, yes. loved to go to the lake uh-huh. when it was low in the winter and find class rings that kids had lost, then go get the annuals at the school and then figure out a way to return them. Oh, cool. That has to be a neat thing. Like, if you're on the receiving end yes. of that, it has to be very yeah, uh, impactful. Cool. I think it's uh, pretty neat. we got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got more on the way. Hang around here on In the Know. There are exactly 216 noodles in every can of Campbell's chicken soup. Chicken noodles. Really? Yeah, 216. Who's in charge of counting that out? I mean, they know how many they put in. I'm sure there's a a robot that puts in the same exact amount. Oh, but somebody counting. But what I'm curious. I mean, they. One noodle. Someone. Two noodles. I think they just, their quality control is so good, they know they put 216 in there. But now what I'm curious to know is, if you take one of the 216 and you tear it in half, is it now 217? Because not all the noodles are the same length when I go to consume the chicken noodle soup. Now I want to go count. I don't think you can get 216 noodles in that little can. Well, it's a good, it's a, it would be a good uh, project on a day like today sure. where you oh, really, I, like it. I mean, the it snow feels- is not worthy, like the, the precipitation we have is not fun to go outside mm-hmm. and do anything on, um, unless you just want to slide around and look like a Bambi for some reason. But that's about, that's about it. Yeah. So you all try that and then report back to me. We may have some at home. And if we do, I'll give it a whirl. That's funny you say we may. I I would probably bet the home on it. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, I bet there's. I bet it's there too. Yeah. Now, if you're looking for ravioli, apparently there was a sale the other day down at the getting place, and my husband wiped them out. Okay. And nobody in my house eats the ravioli, so I'm not sure why we felt like we needed it. But hey, between the zombie six, apocalypse comes, we're good. Between the six different places that something like that could be stored at our house, mm-hmm. I, I I'd bet a case of beefaroni. There's a case of beefaroni somewhere. I'll see your beefaroni for some ravioli and a pop tart. Because <laughs> <laughs> apparently we're into pop tarts too. Mm-hmm. I like it. So, okay. so I think what we've identified here is that both Misty and I <laughs> have endured the doomsday prepper phase of our spouses. Yes, and it, yes, and was it a phase or is it still ongoing? Because I feel like we have highs and lows. Mine There's, has waned has just it, a little bit. Thank yeah. God. Is it because you're out of space? <laughs> yes, <laughs> we're properly supplied. But I'm going to ask the both. Have you all gone hungry? Oh no! I probably and, should have gone hungry a few times that I didn't. It's Fat Thursday. We weighed in. <laughs> Obviously not. <laughs> uh, Bruce Springsteen has been arrested or was arrested for DWI in New Jersey back in November, and it has come to light this week because of his commercial with Jeep during the Super Bowl, and now they've taken the Jeep ad down. Yeah. Uh. That's what happens when you hire humans to represent you. Yes. So I guess just make Jesus your spokesperson and everything will be all right. Jesus take the wheel was a thing. Jeep. Uh, right? I mean. There is no excuse for driving while no. intoxicated. You. Um, and I'm. And to be clear, I'm not so much worried about you. I'm worried about who you'll hurt. Yeah. When you do it. Because you may hurt people that I like and that I love and that I know. So it's not so much about you. It's what you'll do to others. There's no excuse for it. No. But people have done it. People that you admire and respect would have made that mistake at some point in time. And if they didn't hurt anyone, just consider themselves lucky. But are we to the point now where we're going to cancel everyone for every mistake? I don't like, by the way, I'm not defending Bruce Springsteen. I don't like Bruce Springsteen. Yeah. So I think, though, the reason I get on board with the commercial being pulled is because it was such a recent DWI. If this had been 10 years ago. Yeah. Let's hope he's changed his ways and he's not behaving in such a socially unacceptable manner. Well, they kept it. They kept it quiet since November. But it's only because he showed up in a Jeep commercial on Sunday. But here's my thing. Then they said, hey, how can you talk about Jeeps? You know, you're a drunk driver. When did they film the commercial? It was probably before November or during that time. So I can see the correlation. And I wonder, did Jeep know or they were just banking on it won't come out? So we've not had a chance until today. We missed opportunities on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday to talk about the streaker. During the Super Bowl. Now, none of us saw it there real time streaker? because they don't. Well, he was wearing a swimsuit. Oh, uh, well, eh, I saw less on Janice, Janet Jackson in the halftime show. That's later. true. But if you see him, he was advertising some type of adult website or something like that. Uh, there's a couple of theories on why he did it, that maybe there was a prop bet. He bet a bunch of money that there would be a streaker so that to win his bet, he went and did the streaking and realized it would be cheaper to pay the fine and win the bet and blah, blah. But I don't know that that's true. But nonetheless, you can find all about it online. But they don't – there's a picture. They don't show the streakers the on streaker. television. Yeah. Because that gives them what they want. They want the fame and the notoriety. 
but apparently had some pretty good football moves. Like, oh, okay. he was able to escape the security guards that were yeah. tackling him. He crossed the goal line. And Rob Gronkowski at the celebration yesterday threw some additional shade at the Chiefs and said that at least the streaker actually scored. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a streaker. That. He's in shorts and a swimsuit. If you take the the but. shorts ended up coming off, though, I think. I think the longer it went, the level of undress went. I'm just saying, as high as that higher. swimsuit's cut, I am sorry for. I'm pretty sure he's an all uh, the rest uh, of what's going on. I'm pretty sure he's a contra soprano at the moment wearing that <laughs> swimsuit. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Uh, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame 2021 nominees have been announced. <laughs> Jay-Z, Carol King, and Tina Turner are among those up for induction this year. Tina's not in already? Nope. Other nominees what? are Mary J. Blige, Kate Bush, Devo, Foo Fighters, The Go-Go's, Iron Maiden, Shaka Khan, Shaka Khan, LL Cool J, Ooh, yeah, Rage Against the Machine, Todd Rundgren, and Dionne Warwick. Any of those? Um, oh, I'm, I, Tina, I mean, Tina should have been in decades. No, I agree. I'm a little surprised Tina Turner's not in there either. That's, but uh, That is yeah, just, Those are all the nominees. The in, inductees will be announced in May, and then uh, in the fall is when they'll have the induction ceremony. So there you go. Got to get to a break. We'll come back, finish it up for the morning here on M&O. point to ponder for today. Am I the only one who hasn't told anyone no more than telling YouTube I don't want to try premium? Oh my gosh, would you stop asking already? I thought I made myself clear Ah. I don't want to try premium. No, it's never going away until we try it. And then I wonder if you do try it, what's going to be the next prompt? Because that is the most annoying thing. Ever. You want to try YouTube? So premium? is it weird that I've not been asked? Well, you don't watch videos. That's true. Apparently, you yeah, don't like yeah. video. You don't like nope. to watch YouTube. You don't. Nope. Uh, it's like a jar like, flying. That's how I learn everything. Ugh. Can't get rid of it. And the people who want toilet seats changed in my house are grateful that I watch YouTube videos. <laughs> <laughs> or dryer parts. <laughs> dryer parts. Or... Yeah, all those things. I've got some others. There are sometimes though I'll watch a YouTube video and I think. This jack wagon doesn't know what he's talking about. But yeah, you, you know, watch anybody it. can make the video. Yeah. Like I could make the video. Sure. Doesn't and, mean I'm the you know, I'd be like, well, so what you'll want to do here <laughs> is you'll want to take a flathead screwdriver, and then you'll want to take a thingamabobber. Mm-hmm. But uh, get the uh, you want to get the, you'll want to get the two twenty kind instead of the one ten kind. <laughs> two twenty, two twenty one, uh, whatever. You'll need a seventeen amp fuse, <laughs> and then what you do is. Go, sho- <laughs> go shove the screwdriver in the breaker box. Kids going, I thought I was trying to learn learn to tie my shoe. <laughs> Why is there a breaker box involved? On television tonight, Celebrity Wheel of Fortune, Paul Rubens. That's Pee Wee Herman, isn't it? What? Yeah. Nicole He's- Byer and Joel McHale are on Celebrity Wheel of Fortune for tonight. And then the two of you all will be happy to learn. Okay. Well, one of you will be happy to learn if I can get the dish thought out that the premiere of Clarice is on tonight. Oh, yeah. yes. That'd be I her scheduled that recording. You did schedule it? Yes, okay. that was me. All, right. All me. See if I can't get the 
obstruction cleared so that it will record. I'll hold the ladder. <coughs> Stick the screwdriver in the breaker oh, box. Oh, no, I've done <laughs> a, See if it falls out. I've got, a big, I've got a huge workaround that doesn't involve a ladder. Mm. involves a telescoping that's all, pole. Yeah, that's good. Or a blow dryer. We've seen the ladder work. <laughs> My ladder work is solid. Today's highlight in history, this date in 2020, the World Health Organization gave the official name of COVID-19 to the disease caused by the coronavirus that had emerged in the Chinese city of Wuhan. Wuhan. In 1847, American inventor Thomas Alva Edison was born in Milan, Ohio. Margaret Thatcher was elected the leader of Britain's opposition conservative party this date in 1975. You know the lady who plays Margaret Thatcher in The Crown? Mm-hmm. Wouldn't it be funny to see her do, like, stand-up comedy? <laughs> <laughs> like, she, I mean, clearly she's an actor playing Margaret Thatcher, but she is so convincing. Yeah. So her and the lady who plays the queen are actually best friends in life. There's, are they? There, there's a whole TikTok thing about them, uh-huh. like behind-the-scenes photos. So it's <laughs> interesting to watch. <laughs> but it's just, you know, with the 80s... You know, hair that won't move. It, it's funny to see her work in Parliament and represent the uh, Great Britain, yeah. and then go home and fix dinner. Yeah. Right, right. And uh, the hairspray but, scenes were great. <laughs> yeah, but just the whole. Uh, yeah, everything she says is from up here. Yeah, and so it was almost I, too much. I would, yes, um, I would never disappoint the Queen. But was I the would, real Margaret, Margaret Thatcher <laughs> that strained to speak? She, uh, no, no, I think it's over. I think it's overdone. It was overdone. But too much. I would just like to see her tell you. Know. <laughs> Hello, my baby. Hello, my honey. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to see her bust into something else. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's what I need. The Sergio Mendez is 80 today. Mm-hmm. Jeb Bush is 68 today. Please clap. Cheryl Crow is 59 today. Sarah Palin is 57. Jennifer Aniston is 52. Oh, honey. Brandy is 42. Kelly Rowland is 40. And Taylor Lautner is 29. Wow. Gone but not forgotten, Max Bayer, Jethro Bodine's dad, was born in 1909. Ava Gabor was born in 1919. Leslie Nielsen, born in 1926. And Burt Reynolds, the bandit, was born this date in 1936. They call you the bandit. Let's go to Chart Toppers. It can happen to you. 1954. If you're young at Frank Sinatra. Very fears can come true. They can happen, you will find happen to you. To be narrow of mind. If you're young at heart. Do you want to hear enough of that? Oh, yeah. Really too much, but I wasn't going to say anything. What's your favorite Frank Sinatra song? Yeah, I'm going to go with um, Get Low. Was that him? Hi, Hopes. That's what I missed. That's what I missed. New York, New York's my favorite. The Little Town Blues. The Drifters. I climbed. Number one in 1963 with Up on the Roof. You know when the, the friends carried the paralyzed man up on the roof to lower him down so Jesus could heal him? This is what they say. Yes. They say, how are we going to get our friend in there? They said, we're going to get up on the roof. Let me tell you now when I come home. 
You don't know they didn't. <laughs> no, I believe you. I think they did. I mean, you don't know for a fact. Easter play just got totally rewritten. <laughs> new music. I mean. 1972. Loretta Lynn, number one. My mom used to call me and sing this to me when I was pregnant with Eli. And then she'd hang up the phone. The faucet is a dripping and the kids are a balling. One of them a toddling and one is a crawling. And one's on the way. I didn't realize that song. I didn't realize that song was a live report from Topeka. Yes. I knew the song, but I had no idea that it was actually an eyewitness report. Let's go to our correspondent in Topeka. The water's dripping. Let's go to 1981. By the way, was completely underwhelmed by her Super Bowl commercial. I think trying to do five to nine was a perversion of a wonderful song. Jump in the shower and the blood starts pumping. Out on the streets, the traffic starts jumping. Folks like me on the job from nine to five. Working nine to five. What a way to make a living. Barely getting by. It's all taking and no giving. They just use your mind. My, find me people who don't like Dolly Parton. Find me one person who doesn't like Dolly Parton. I think that would be a great way to thin the herd. Like we need to move people to Tennessee, D.C. We start there with that that litmus test. Dolly, like Dolly, Parton, Dolly Parton is kind of Tennessee, a rallying point. Mm-hmm. You know, I think mm-hmm. everyone can meet around. Mm-hmm. You, you see You're what right. I'm saying? Yeah, she it's just, is unity. <laughs> She's been masterful. Dolly should be president. I just not go that far. I love her, but I don't know if she. I don't know if I want her finger on the trigger. Look what she did with Dolly. Or on the button. That's true. We could move the Capitol to Dollywood. Aerosmith number one in 1990 with Janie's Got a Gun. Goo Goo Dolls slide in 99. Don't stop the music. Rihanna in 08. Ed Sheeran, Shape of You, number one, four years ago today. Just be good. All right, MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. You all ready? Here we go. When you're good to others. Your best to yourself. When you're good to others, your best to yourself. MB Pearl of Wisdom for today. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Misty Thomas, for B, I'm MB, and now you're in the know. Powered by Heritage Media of Kentucky, WKHG Litchfield.